Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast, episode 132. Two guys never met in real life start a podcast. I am one of those guys. My name is Colin Flynn, and I live in Iowa. And I am John M. Craig. I'm the other guy, and I uh, I live in Red Bank, New Jersey, in my ex-wife's pool house. I've never said those words before. How's how's things? Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Yeah, I, w- I went to actually went to church uh, today on Easter. Yeah. Which, you know, okay. Just, uh, you know, and I was thinking about this. A lot of times, okay, so there's people like me, uh, which uh, I'm just, uh, uh, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm agnostic, I guess is probably the best way to describe mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And then, so uh, I, my father-in-law is a preacher, and the reason I, I, I went to church basically today was just because uh, all the family was going, and it just seemed like, you know, I... Was he the preacher today? He was. He was. He was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was doing the deal. And uh, did he bring it? Yeah, he, he does a good job. He he, he does. And uh, you know, uh, but it, I was just was thinking how how, uh, how strange it is for uh, a lot of people like me that if they're going to get uh, drug along to church or they decide to go to church, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to go to church. I think it brings people together in a way that uh, uh, undeniably, whether you believe in in, in I'm down with the community. Not, I'm yeah, down with that. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Yeah. Sure, and uh, you know, so I, you know, I'm I'm not complaining that I was there. It was my my decision, my choice, and everything. But uh, we, it's it struck me that on uh, all these holidays that uh, people are most likely to go to a church church uh, holidays where somebody like me is most likely to be in a pew would be Christmas and Easter, obviously. For the most part, sure, Christmas, yeah. Easter, you know, sometimes Palm Sunday. Yeah, yeah, some know. stuff like that, or a baptism, or something like that. But mm-hmm, typically, mm-hmm. The, you know, the CNE thing that's mm-hmm. uh, you know. Can Catholic uh, Christians uh, would go for uh, uh, you know Christmas and Easter. So, uh, but Easter is it's like almost should have a preamble. It should be like you know when you walk in, they go, "Okay, I know you're not really uh, you're not believing this, but this is where shit's really going to get weird." We're going to tell you this story right now where the shit is. Uh, it's uh, really strange at the you know when uh, that whole the whole service is going on and they're telling the story of Easter and, and all of that, and it's like uh, this is where the story this is where the story takes a twist. This is where it gets uh gets kind of out there and if you told that story if nobody had heard that story and uh, you told them this story uh, they anybody past the age of reason that you'd think that had any level of of uh, mental capacity of, an, of uh, intelligence and, and wasn't a little bit of a nut if you told them that story they would be like shut the fuck up get out of here it's quick anyway you okay no 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 <laughs> I'm not good, Colin. I have no idea. I think I'm having another stroke. That's not no even idea. funny. Hold on, I'm sorry. You've, you've sent me pictures. You've got you. You have this elaborate, <sighs> more elaborate setup. It seemed like, and uh, I mean, no, you know, no. I just had my my phone was behind me. The computer's in front of me, and and the the phone was behind me on my bed, and and I'm I wanted to look something else because I was going to share something. A guy that I know. Right. He is uh, an actor, and uh, I I knew him many years ago when he was working in film production and locations. His name is Jonathan Rumi, and Jonathan now goes by Johnny Fitzpatrick on uh, 
Uh, how the hell do you spell his name? Anyway, he is playing Jesus. Okay. In, it, this is pretty fascinating to me. Um, he, he's playing Jesus in a TV series, independent TV series, about um, about the Bible. Just a basic kind of straight it's, up sort of... I think it's a big, a pretty big crowd-funded project. Hmm. So um, I guess you can get the first episode for free. And I'm having trouble loading this damn page. There's, uh, there's a, there's a. Uh, I, it was the strangest thing I ever heard because I thought at first it was something like they were. It was a joke when I first heard it. But on, uh, on AM radio stations, these syndicated shows that a lot of them have, you know, they'll they'll play whatever Rush Limbaugh or, or whoever they they decide to syndicate for whatever time slot. They're, you know, they're just uh, filling time a lot of times. For, mm-hmm. But uh, there is a. Um, here in town, we have a uh, fifty thousand watt Clear Channel radio station. That's not not the company Clear Channel. It just means that it's it's one of those AM stations that was licensed back in the day, so that it, it booms out across multiple states. It's the the most uh, power you can get for an AM station, mm-hmm. and, and uh, they also don't set up anything on those on those dial positions uh, anywhere in the United States that would compete with that with that dial position. And the idea behind mm-hmm. when they set those up originally was national defense. They'd have a certain number of radio stations that they knew would would blanket the country if they needed to make some sort of a an announcement, if, uh, whatever that might be. Uh, to keep our nation uh, safe or whatever that, uh, in, in, you know, whatever goes on with that. But anyway, mm-hmm. this, this station, this AM station, that uh, they, they they do a good job. They, they carry a lot of sports and, and uh, news talk type stuff. But on the weekend, on a, uh, it was like this like late in the day, but not, you know, late afternoon. So I'd say the time slot's maybe like between three and five in the afternoon or something like that on a Sunday. I happen to flip over. And a lot of times it's sports that's on there. And uh, for, for whatever reason it was on, and uh, they had this show this radio show which is hosted by jesus christ and uh what what what? that's 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 how this thing is how they present it there's a there's a radio a call-in radio show with okay with your host jesus christ this is currently or or in the past currently Currently. no no, this is going on right now is there a disclaimer at some point there has to be a disclaimer right no i listened for well come on not what while i was listening anyway there wasn't and i thought what the fuck is this and i I googled it i looked up jesus christ radio show and there's that that's how they try to to build this thing this guy is on there who the, the guy who plays uh, Jesus Christ oh, uh, does. They do call-ins and he answers questions. Oh, well, according to my, you know, whatever, and he does is, sure. is yeah, yeah, yeah. and he and he stays in in the Jesus character, I guess. I mean, I, I, I'm fascinated by this because I want to know. I want to know more about this. I want to know who that dude is, and then what happens after a show if he's just at a bar, you know, doing shots <laughs> of whiskey. And he's like, he's on, on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, like, what, what do you do? Wow, like because uh, this is there has to be a disclaimer. I'm Jesus there has on, to the, be. on the radio. Uh, you could probably look it up, but it didn't. I, they're I, they're yeah. trying to play it straight. They're, they're like, "This is the, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we got we got Jesus. He's here. He's, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. rocking the mic." What does he have to say about the the Mueller taking, report? Taking requests. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did he? He read it all through. He's all knowing, right? I mean, he's good. He, he, so, so this yeah. So here's this thing. It's it's uh, the website is studios dot com okay mm-hmm, right and the, sh- the show is called the chosen so when you go to this when you land and this is on an iphone on, on ios that it, i'm landing on it and it's showing the first episode is available for free 
right? Complete, and the episode is called Completely in Awe. And then below it says, The Chosen is the first ever multi-season TV show about the life of Jesus created outside of the Hollywood system. The Chosen allows us to see him through the eyes of those who knew him. No matter where you are in your journey with Jesus Christ, this TV show is for you. So, uh, you know, and, and I wonder... From what I can tell from looking at this guy, um, this guy Jonathan's Facebook page, you know, he's he's a believer, he's religious, and this is an important part of his life. I don't know that that's the case with all of the actors. I don't know. Uh, there's one character actor that's in this, don't know what part he's playing, but I recognize the guy, you know. So, and, and this guy Jonathan has been on... Um, episodes of, uh, I don't know, Law and Order, but he's been on network TV shows, you know, a, a part here or there, you know, like a day player. So, right, 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 exactly. But I am curious about this kind of thing, right, that it's it's so, got a, a large enough audience that, you know, it, it could be, um, you know, a commercially successful, viable yeah, I mean, endeavor, you know. So the, the audience, I guess, apparently is there. The, the, so the, the Jesus Christ show, this radio thing I was talking about, mm -hmm. uh, I just uh, found the Wikipedia on this. It's a syndicated radio program, airs every Sunday, 6A to 9A Pacific time. It's carried on the Premier Networks, a subsidiary of iHeartMedia. So uh, it, uh, Jim, or let's see, where's it? Okay, yeah. Is this I, the Jesus Christ show? The Jesus Christ show. I'm uh, looking at it now. A AM 640 KFI in Los Angeles is the flagship station where the show mm -hmm. is produced. It is billed as hosted by Jesus Christ, and Jesus is played by the show's producer, a guy named Neil Neil Savadera or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm looking him up now. I gotta go, go to Google this guy. Yeah, he does uh, the Fork Report on Saturday afternoon, a food show, and then he uh, plays Jesus on Sunday. So, um, <laughs> did you yeah. see this guy? Have you seen a picture of this guy? I didn't see the picture. He says he he's a not. big fella. He's a big man. He appears right. to be a big man. Big as in fat? Is that what you're saying? He appears to be. Tall and, and I could not follow a fat Jesus. I'm just telling you right now that if Jesus he might is be fat. a little heavy. <laughs> Episode 73: Cheeseburgers with Neil Savedra. There is a Smart podcast. Mouse. There is a podcast. True meaning of Easter is uh, is uh, out today uh, from the Jesus. You want you want to hear just? Uh, we could probably just get away. Sure, with just it. go for it. Just go yeah. for it. Hang on, just see if I can. Get I want to hear what Jesus sounds like. Hang on, let's see, let's see if we can get this to play. Just a second here should work come on jesus where are you at all right so yeah. nerds and geeks hold on to your seats because it's about to go down is that jesus it's the intro but yeah of the podcast because it's nerdorama the voice of the nerd nation i'm mo kelly i'm tawala sharp and together we bring you your daily dose of nerd news analysis and conversations oh. with the what, best what's going on I, this is not this is not listen and subscribe no, it's a commercial podcast or on the iheart radio app or wherever it's a pre-roll commercial it is the jesus christ show i am your holy host happy to be with you this Easter Sunday, as I am every single Sunday right here answering your questions and talking about the things that truly matter in life and the afterlife. I get asked quite a bit about the meaning of Easter. <laughs> and I realize the eggs and the chocolate and all of these things are fun and should be. And you should be able to enjoy them. But I thought maybe you'd like to know and think about 
the true meaning of Easter. Uh, not so much, but anyway. <laughs> so, the, the, oh, wow. So I'm looking at a Los he, Angeles Times article from 2001, August 10th, 2001, The Voice of Jesus on the radio. Not quite 8 a.m. Sunday in a dark studio, lighted mostly by the glare of two computer screens. Talk radio host Neil Saavedra calmly reassures a homosexual caller, Anna that she is a valuable, she is as valuable a being as any other in Christ's eyes. Hmm. Wow, huh? He's never heard of this guy, time. but he's been he's been going for quite some time. And I don't think he comes out of character. I don't think there's any point where they go, you know, okay, he's not. Really he just sounds like a fucking radio guy. <laughs> you know what he I mean? does. He just sounds like a radio guy, not even doing like a Jesus put on. Like I'm gonna interpret Jesus this way. I'm looking, just, at, I'm looking yeah. at pictures of him now. Yeah, He's, you see him. He in this one, he kind of looks like he could be a bald Jesus. He's he's got his head shaved. Yeah, but uh, here he is, a bald, six foot tall, two hundred and forty pound Latino with yeah. a thick silver hoop earring in his left earlobe and a handful of tattoos adorning his body. One on his back is a six inch wide bust of Jesus inside a heart. And he's fond of, uh, he's got a gray uh, uh, goatee sort of thing going on, and mm -hmm. uh, he is fond, apparently, of dyeing that. In some of the pictures, it's kind of a bright blue, and some it's uh, bright red. Mm -hmm. uh, some he's just the gray mm -hmm. thing. So He hasn't stepped into a church, this is back in 2001, he hasn't stepped into a church in at, le in the, in at least three years, uses foul language, and is the first to admit he is, quote-unquote, not the poster boy for Christianity by any stretch of the imagination. He plays huh. Jesus, Jesus on the radio. That's what's going on. So there's a lot of people that are the callers that they had when I was listening to it were, uh, they were believing that they, they, they were as in character about the whole thing as, as he was, he was, you know, just playing it straight. And they were like, uh, Jesus, uh, you know, they were, you know, hmm. just asking things of Jesus. Like this dude is Jesus. They were, they were like no idea that this might be somebody, a Mexican guy in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with yeah, a bright, bright blue beard, but you know, I guess yeah. So it, you know, it's it's a yeah, yeah. The Easter thing, I almost feel like uh, when I was sitting there, I had, was having this thought today. I was thinking, it's almost like. Uh, you know, like the, the the Jewish faith, they try to discourage people from from joining. They're, they're, there's there's no proselytizing in in Judaism. They they uh, basically tell people mm, maybe you should maybe if you're thinking about being a Joe, yeah, maybe you should just uh, keep thinking about it for a while. You know, they they try to they almost they discourage people really for to to be jumping in. It's like you know we we've got a lot of uh, we you know we've got people already and we don't really need you kind of jumping in. Uh, the, which is which is different than the than the Christians do. There, you know, there, there are a lot of them, especially, are, are trying to suck you into things. So, what I was thinking with the, with the Easter thing, because the story is the story, which is the um, it's the most unlikely thing that somebody who's a non-believer is going to believe. Um, they should almost do a blackout thing for Easter. I think and they should uh, just if if you're already in the fold, you can come to Easter, and we'll 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 let you know about the the story that uh, on Easter. And but everybody else, you, you guys got to come. Like the week before, the week after, we will let you. We'll, we'll figure out a we'll figure out a different date for you, and we're not gonna we're not gonna give you the whole story right away. We're gonna, we're gonna kind of spoon feed you, kind of bring it along with that. Maybe we could, well, maybe we could part the sea first. Let's go back to the Old Testament. And we'll do a little sea parting, and if we can get you uh, if we can get you nodding your head for for the parting of the sea, maybe we can uh, throw you into 
dead guys and rocks being rolled away and all that stuff which uh, how, how did your father-in-law do though i mean did he do a was it more than an hour uh he on easter it's going to be a little more than an hour mm -hmm. he's uh he's not you know it's it, it, we talked about uh, presbyterians uh, a little bit um i actually looked into uh the presbyterian religion a little bit because i was curious after you, uh, you you would ask me some questions about what's like at a presbyterian church um it's they're, they've got a fairly uh, somber sort of attitude there's there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of uh, there's not a not a lot of the Holy Ghost. There's not a lot of uh, you know yelling and and uh, uh, you know over the top sort of stuff. It's, it's not that's not the, not the way the, the Presbyterians roll. Um, they believe in something. Uh, as a matter of fact, that um, uh, and I, I will probably hammer whatever uh, whatever word they use for it. So I won't try, but I'll just describe it. Basically, uh, it's like d determinism. If you're familiar with uh, if you've taken like a philosophy one. Uh, at some point, you've probably heard somebody talk about determinism, and the uh, the process or the the theory behind de de determinism as a as a philosophy is that um, you don't have free will. There's no such thing as free will. There's no such thing as the idea that uh, I think I'll choose the, the, the chocolate cone instead of the vanilla one. Um, it's uh, basically determinism. They, uh, the people that um, believe uh, this to be the way the world works, um, are convinced that. Um, everything's everything's predetermined uh, it, it's it's going to happen uh because uh you are who you are um i guess biologically and i'm probably uh, uh mishandling that too but anything it, it's the idea that there's no free will and things are going to happen as they happen um it's already basically kind of laid out and we're just here pinballing through life really not we're not I guess determining our own futures. That, that's determinism. And there's a bunch of people that believe in that. Sam Harris, the the guy that's uh, uh, got the big, uh, you know, he's got a huge podcast and mm -hmm. he's got a uh, meditation app and all of that stuff. He's a proponent of determinism. There's no such thing as free will. Um, it's kind of so us doing this podcast. Now I'm going a little too macro on this, probably. Like okay. we go for that's, it. Go for it. I mean, so how does that work? Uh, and, 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 I'm, and I'm not like, I, I, I mean, if maybe they're just talking bigger picture, but then at what point, you know, like, <sighs> I, I want to be careful about what I say as an example, even as a hypothetical of what I could do right now as free will, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, like I want to, if you're just think, if you're thinking about uh, taking a shit in a bucket in the corner or something weird, it's much worse than that. It's much worse. Okay. Like that would be one, like I can do that. I may have the free will to do that. I don't. I want to talk about something that would have greater consequences. If you, okay. if, you if you do or don't do that, it's already been determined. Is what Sam? <laughs> no, I don't think that's what they're saying. <laughs> it's my point here is that I don't under like. So, so the uh, oddly, you see, so you got Sam Harris, who's who's uh, a lot of people would put him on the um, on the Mount Rushmore of atheism. Mm -hmm, uh, so mm -hmm. you got him, and he's talking about determinism. I was surprised to see that when I was looking at the the stuff for the uh, for the um, you know for the uh, Protestant religion of uh, of the Presbytery Presbyterians um, that they've got a sort of a similar thing that they believe in, which is uh, they believe that. Um, 
kind of uh, the idea that people are either good or bad and uh, the, the, the ones that are that are going to heaven it's kind of already been figured out mm-hmm. and um, there's really no uh, they're not mm-hmm. as big on trying to turn people around or save them or or uh, um, you know they're not talking about the uh, fires of hell and you know re- you redeem yourself now they, they basically have this uh, and they've got a word for it too and I can't remember what it's what it mm-hmm. is but um, they, they believe that it's kind of been decided that uh, that the, the whole uh, who's going who's going where heaven or hell type thing it's already it's already figured out so you are what you are and you ain't, mm-hmm, what, you ain't, mm-hmm. ain't and you ain't what you ain't so yeah so the the dictionary definition here is uh, the doctrine that all events including human action are ultimately determined by causes external to the will some philosophers have taken determinism to imply that individual human beings have no free will and cannot be held morally responsible for their actions so my over-the-top example that i'm not going to share there are some philosophers that um hold determinism to be true that would not hold me responsible for my actions okay but then i want to i i've talked i've had this conversation about what is you know moralism and how do you determine that like and and what is that based on you know for you for me for anyone you know and i mean many would would argue that you know murder is uh, amoral right yes and and a terrible thing and that that person should be punished for that uh to what extent is something else but i'm just i'm very fascinated by this i mean sam harris underneath um you know the first google result of determinism the dictionary you see determinism philosopher sam harris being one of them yes yeah um and then a few other old school that i don't know aj Ayer. and anyway so i i don't know i i mean I, i don't need to hang my hat on free will and that i have free will you know, it's, I don't know. I uh, I don't like to think about it. I was a philosophy minor. Were you really? Okay. <laughs> I really can't. Such a useless minor. So dumb. You know, it's, yeah. I, I, every time I every time I drop down a rabbit hole when somebody starts talking about uh, you know, these, you know, whoever, uh, all these, you know, this, well, like what we're just talking about now. I'll drop down a rabbit hole and I'll try to understand it. And it usually gets me to a point where I'm like, uh, it just kind of pisses me off. And... <laughs> Then <laughs> I, I stop. Um, but uh, it's, it's nice to know when somebody makes at least a reference to it, at least have a vague idea what the fuck they're talking about. But uh, yeah, the uh, the uh, uh, I just looked up while you were talking that they call it predestination in the uh, in the uh, world of uh, John Calvin. He's the John Calvin's the guy that uh, was he was he was around about the same time as Martin Luther. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of cross paths, sort of, uh, I guess, but. Um, he uh, didn't. So the split had already happened a little bit with uh, with uh, you know the Martin Luther's bunch leaving the Catholic Church, and so uh, John Calvin had these other ideas, and he so he took off, and uh, the Presbyterians uh, uh, kind of went along with his stuff. But they called it predestination, mm-hmm. and uh, which is again the idea that uh, it's kind of figured out ahead of time. There's good people and there's bad people, and. Uh, mm-hmm. You're just born that way, I guess. I don't know. But. I just I just came across a video on YouTube uh, that was posted on April 28th, 2018, about a year ago. Free will, Sam Harris, and determinism. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson lays out his views on free will and Sam Harris's argument about determinism. Now, you know more about uh, 
this guy, Jordan Peterson, than I do. Yeah, I've, right? heard, I've heard both of them speak with each other. Are they on the same page or not exactly? Um, they've done a pretty good job. Uh, not originally. They had some They've had some early discussions where they went after each other and it was just a complete mess. The whole conversation was just uh, they, weren't, they weren't acknowledging or hearing each other doing anything to try to uh, – mm. uh, I guess the, the conversation wasn't uh, moderated well. And I heard a couple mm. since, since then where it made more sense and they were uh, – I think they've become friends uh mm-hmm. over time they absolutely don't agree uh, about you know any of this stuff um hmm. it just it seems like the same players in this bizarro echo chamber of like like here's another video sam harris ben shapiro and eric weinstein now i don't know who eric weinstein is but i'm familiar with ben shapiro so it's a bunch of guys that <laughs> Well, these guys are all now um, what uh, there's a uh, it's a weird tongue in cheek sort of thing that Eric Weinstein actually made up. But he's calling a, a certain group of people the uh, intellectual dark web, I think is what uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, to. you've mentioned this before. Yeah. So Weinstein, uh, Weinstein, Weinstein, I think it's Weinstein. Anyway, mm-hmm. he uh, uh, he became uh, he was brought to light, I guess, as being a. a, a, a a, a, a rebel. Uh, he's uh, what happened was he was teaching at a university uh, in somewhere in upstate, a private university, I think, in upstate New, New York somewhere, where they uh, the students um, were uh, declaring that w- one day would be um, all black day at the university or at the at the college, and uh, you couldn't come to the school or either as a um, if you worked there or you were a student. That it was only supposed to be the black kids that went that day, and all the everybody else was uh, kicked out for the day Uh, and uh, he said i don't care if you have black day and we have some sort of a um you know uh if you want to have an event and i'll show up or or you want to do various things however it is that you do them that's that's fine i'm in support of that but i'm I'm coming to work he's like there's no reason why Mm -hmm. you know i can't come to work you can't tell me that i can't work and uh this caused a huge uproar um, amongst the students and uh, they had a big a big protest rally and uh, he stuck to his guns and the university uh as i understand uh went after him as well thinking uh, they couldn't uh, be on the side of uh, that because it sounded racist to them and he stuck to his guns and um i think he eventually quit and sued the sued the college i'm not sure how that turned out but he's a mathematician uh a professor um he's uh i don't know he's, he's a um i've heard him speak quite a bit and he's uh, for me he's uh, i don't know i i get tired of hearing him pretty quickly i guess uh he's a smart guy but this is which this is Jordan Weinstein. Pe- Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Peterson kind of had the same. They're all thing. the same. They all. I mean, not that they're all the same to me. It's just I don't know. Well, they're 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 professors, those two, and they're guys that have um, that have both. Um, have decided to dig their heels in and go against the grain of what's happening at the university uh, level with um, student protest type stuff. Um, <laughs> where uh, Jordan Peterson got his start was he, he uh, wouldn't use 
uh, pronouns, uh, compelled pronouns, uh, he said in his class, which became a law actually in the country of Canada that if somebody wants you to refer to them in a, with a different pronoun that, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I guess as a, as a employee of, of the, uh, you know, of the, uh, your federal employee or a state employee, I guess, um, he was working for a university uh, in uh, Toronto and he was like, you know, I will call you if you want me to refer to you as, as in the female gender. If you're not, if you're trans or whatever, he says, I don't, I will call you whatever noun you want me to call you. But as far as pronouns go, I'm not going to go down this path where we're going to change the English language based on uh, whether you want to be whatever it is you want to be based on your whim. Based essentially. On your whim. Yeah. And he used yeah, a lot yeah. of, yeah, a lot of, he used a lot of historical, uh, reasons why and a lot of it tied back to um russia back in the uh, uh days of the gulag and uh he has, either either you uh respect that and um uh you know you're on that 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 side of things that that way of thinking makes sense to you or you're not and i've seen people you know mischaracterize his what what i think who he is and what he's saying um but you know it is what it is um but yeah, I kind of kept up with following that. Those are all guys that have, they've all been, you know, they've come through the Rogan, uh, the Rogan lens, I guess, the Joe Rogan shows where most of those guys got exposed or that's where they got their first big platform. Yeah, I, I just, I'm not down with it all. So you say you're not down with it. You just, it's too much. You just don't. No, I just, I have, I don't have any interest in listening to a bunch of intelligent, well-educated dudes, regardless of of regardless of their sexuality, their skin color, their background, talk in some elitist bubble. You know, it would be like listening to do two white dudes. You know, one that lived in his ex-wife's house talk about anything. You know, fuck those guys. Well, it's just, it's, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Put a muzzle on these motherfuckers. So, no, I, go ahead. The pool house. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the, I was, I was going to say, uh, I yeah. see you, you posted a lot of pictures this weekend. You were uh, out. Uh, Instagram stories. Instagram yeah, stories. mostly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I saw mm-hmm. uh, that uh, Cameron looked like he had some kind of snappy uniform on. Is he? Uh, oh, so yeah, yeah. So Cameron, so Cameron, uh, for those of you who don't know, is my uh, 16-year-old son, soon to be 17 this summer. He is uh, a junior in high school. Supposedly. This could be a big catfish thing, too. <laughs> That's right. He he is he is a junior. He is in high school. He's he's a tall kid. He's like five uh, almost five eleven now. He's uh he is on the swim team. He's on the tennis team. He is his job is his summer job is a lifeguard. And apparently something happened in the last six months. I guess his mom, my ex wife, my landlord, she uh, his mother. That's right. And he, I already said that he, he, um, she talked him into taking an EMT class. So this past Saturday, which is yesterday, the day before Easter, he took his first eight and a half hours and they put them in this uniform and it just first class you get a uniform already. I don't know when he got the uniform, but yeah, every time I guess he goes, he's got to wear this uniform. It says on like the right breast pocket, it says EMT student. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And and when I picked him up, he was tired and he was not happy. He didn't want to go. He regretted that he allowed his mom to talk him into this. He thinks he can maybe make one to two dollars extra per hour as a lifeguard once he is certified. 
but he's like, oh, God, like it's just too much between, well, swim is over, but he still has tennis. That'll be over soon. But just with everything, with schoolwork, taking the SAT again, eight hours every Saturday between yesterday, April 20th, and the second week of July. Wow. I don't know how many Saturdays that is, but so, uh, so after yeah. going to the first class when he got out of it, was he still as adamant about hating it? Hated it or what? Oh, it? he hated it. He didn't like it. No, he didn't, didn't really like it. like it. Nope. Mm. No, I mean it's. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. So um, will his mother? She's like, you started it. You're going to finish it. Is she that? Is that her attitude? I, I don't know where he is with things. I don't know if he actually said yet. I don't want to do this. I don't know how much it cost. Uh -huh. um, so I can't if, imagine it's inexpensive. If he just, if he get, throws down, will she uh, will she uh, back off or how, how does how does that I don't know go? I don't know I don't know how. Sometimes he will not like things and then end up being fine with it right. or not regretting them. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure, but he is he is taking this. It, it surprised me that he that you could take an EMT class at at 16. Yeah, I would think that's a little early, but it I don't know. like it, but maybe not. I mean, I don't I've know. Seen, I've seen a few EMT workers a few times where I thought, wow, I don't know, though. That if, if I saw that person trying to pick up somebody or whatever, sometimes they just don't look very fit. I, I would, I, you know, if, if, you, if you had somebody that I knew could uh, carry me out of the, uh, you know, out of the wreck or something, I'd feel a little better. But uh, right, I, yeah. I, I'm not sure how I'd feel about that exactly. But uh, yeah, 16 seems a little, little quick, but eh, you know. Yeah, he's so done. he's he's doing he's doing that, and uh, I don't know. It's, it's he's driving. He's driving. Is not driving yet. No, no, that's not going to happen yet because he um, he could be driving with a permit, but he hasn't done his six hours behind the wheel with a, a you know a, a state licensed you know instructor. Driver's ed thing or whatever. Driver's ed thing, yeah, right. Yeah. So um, I don't know if his school offers driver's ed because he goes to sort of a smaller vocational school. Um, maybe it does, but it's limited. It's not like you would, you'd have it like a much larger public school. Yeah. I mean, he's, his, the student body is only uh, 300 people for the entire high school, 75 per grade per class. That's tiny. Yeah. yeah so. It's relatively small. So, and, and so anyway, so he doesn't have that yet. So he will start, as a matter of fact, the, the driving school had an opening yesterday for like, um, a, a one or two hour session and he couldn't take it because he had to be at the, uh, EMT class. Yeah. He's kind of annoyed. Did he, um, uh, did he, he, did he say like, oh, I can't do this. It's 420 day. It's, <laughs> that's right. It's that's right. Day. I'll be high. <laughs> it's probably not a good idea for me to. Get behind the wheel of a car, man. No, he, he yeah. just straight up, I got. The, I can't do it. But if you have any other openings, let me know, especially now because it's it's spring break for him, and yeah. he's not going anywhere. All right. Oh, well. so, yeah. It's like, so, and, and their mom is working. I am not. So, um, and how's that going? You got to uh, call into the union office? How's that work? Yeah. I mean, every Friday morning, I'm available full time, and I, you know, try to get something for the following week. But uh, it may be it may end up being a little bit quiet until possibly June, July when the regular series start up again. And then so, starts, okay. so the, the the pilot so the pilot season was in in um in March, and so you'd have these these pilots that would shoot you know fifteen days or whatever. You know, I worked on one of them. A friend of mine was a line producer on another one. You know, so the the ABC shows NYPD Blue and New York Undercover. So surprisingly abc does not have any cop shows 
Right. What ended up happening with ABC, I think they became the uh, kind of like a woman's network. Not really, but a lot of the show shows were geared toward women. You had all those Shonda Rhyme shows, you know, Scandal, and I don't know. You had that uh, that that was that show. Grey's Anatomy was on. It's I think it's still on the air for like over fifteen years. Yeah, it's been going forever. It's got to be more than that. I have no idea. It's like okay, it's still on. I don't think I've ever seen an episode. But uh, but they don't have any cop shows. So in usually what they have is uh, right around May, at the beginning of May, they have the upfronts where they announce what their fall lineup is going to be. Mm-hmm. But I think more and more that's starting to change. I mean, you know, you still have traditional shows that are on at a time, you know, Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock, you know, you've got this show, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, you know, it's CBS is doing, they've got that, uh, that The Good Fight, which is the um, a spinoff from The Good Wife. Right, but yeah. it's only and it's it's in its third season, and it's only available like on CBS All Access, hmm. which you actually have to pay for, just five, like you would yeah. for Hulu. I think it's like five ninety nine or six. Bucks, it's like is it something like that? Yeah. All right, never seen it. Like Jordan Peele, he, you know Jordan Peele directed right. Get Out. He was on uh, Comedy Central. Key uh, and Peele. Yeah. yeah, he's got a he's got the new to- Twilight Zone. Like he's the host and probably executive Which one, producer. Which one? Is he the? I, I get those guys mixed up. So, Which is um, he the taller so, one? No, the taller one um, is Key. Key. All right. All right. Key. Yeah. Keegan. Keegan Key. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know yeah. his full name. And then yeah, he's he's the tall, light skinned bald dude yeah. who's in his like mid forties. Funny guy. Funny guy. Yeah, very funny. Jordan Peele. Is the shorter guy, a little bit uh, darker brown skin, um, right, right, and okay. he directed the movie Get Out. Yes, yeah. okay, yeah. I'm glad yep. it was you there that was trying to uh, describe uh, black people. Mm. You were just giving the descriptions, skin tone, and all that stuff. Yep, yep. It's the light. I'm like that. So, so in in Jordan Peele is probably in his yeah he's probably in his mid to maybe he's about thirty seven thirty eight now um, and he's got this movie out now what is that one uh, Us which is another one which I haven't seen but I do want to see it um, and then but he is he's got the reboot of the Twilight Zone which uh, I mean I've always liked the Twilight Zone love the Twilight Zone movie uh, the old episodes yeah it was great. You know, I didn't watch every single one, but every time I watched it, I was like, I enjoyed it, you know. So, yeah. but I've not seen one episode. So, I, I think, I think slowly but surely the networks are moving in that direction. And, and I think the Disney streaming thing is going to be a big game changer for everything. Yeah, it's going to affect because, us. And because they own, they own a lot of the Fox properties. Yes, they do. Yeah, they you know, show. Fox unloaded a lot of that stuff. It's <sighs> just crazy. Yeah, there's uh-huh. a lot of choices. Too many, too many. I, I, I just I watched uh, I watched Billions right before we uh, started the show here. Oh, are you caught up? Yeah, I'm, I'm caught up. And uh, How, what is it? Season three or four? Th- God, I think it's is it three? I think it's three. Oh uh, man, I feel so far behind. I stopped it, watching in season two. So the dude from uh, the Cosby Show, the the, you know, the the guy that was Malcolm. No, not Malcolm Jamal Warner. The, the, the oh, guy, n- not the, Malcolm Jamal Warner. No, the, the other. The, so the the guy that was uh, he, he, he was in the news recently because Trader was, Joe's was at Trader Joe's. Yeah, he's yeah. on the show. He's yeah, they had him on the show. Uh, kind of a small role, but it's kind of like somebody's like, okay, let's just throw this guy a bone here and get him <laughs> get him back in the limelight. A little really? Bit. Yeah, he's he's got a had a small role on on Bill. Huh. I was like, who's that guy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the boyfriend guy from the Cosby Show, which uh, you know. 
You can do what you got to do. So Jeffrey good. Jeffrey Owens. Jeffrey yes. Owens. Yeah, yeah. which uh, you know that's cool. I'm glad he's getting got you know got the gig, got the work. Hmm. Good to see. So, um, did you have you been keeping up with the running thing? How's that going? Oh yeah, yeah. I have been running. Um, it is going uh, fairly well. I ran three miles today. Um, I realized that for the most part, I looked back. I started running in mid-February, and I would say I'm running at least two and a half times per week on average. You know, there'll be weeks where I run four or five, mostly no more than four days per week, typically no more than six miles. In My longest run tends to be about six miles, and that's rare, but it's usually between two and a half to about five miles. That's great, though. That's great, and and it, it's fairly consistent. I mean, today I did. I was doing the Nike Run Club. At, you know, I use that the guided runs, and it's usually by time, right? And uh, every now and again, I'll do the uh, the speed runs and the intervals, but that becomes something very different. Uh, if I have less time, I'll do that, and I'll just stay in the neighborhood, and I'll just sort of take it slow to start, and then when you do like the 30 seconds at your 5k pace and then you take it slow and then either bring it down to a really slow jog or a walk or whatever you want for your recovery mm-hmm. and th- 25 to 30 minutes ends up being roughly about two and a half miles of running depends on whether or not i'm jogging in the recovery period you know and so i do like that and i'm i'm not pushing myself too hard there was one i did the other day i brought kylie this was on friday she had a 1 hour private lesson um dance lesson and so i brought her down there and i ended up running in um like filling that time with a run about 45 minute run and it was called the i don't want to run run <laughs> okay something like that yeah and I don't know how or why. And I really didn't want to run, but it was sort of one of those things where, what am I going to do? You know, spend another half an hour in the car, like 15 minutes home, 15 minutes back to just, you know what I mean? What am I going to do? Just, right. Why not just do a run? And I, sure enough, I, I think I did my best time ever. I think I was down to about uh, under eight minutes per mile. That's awesome. Which, again, I mean, that's not like competitive high, but for a guy of my age, never having been a runner and not doing it on a regular basis, that's pretty good. Especially considering I was like, I don't even fucking want to do this. You know? Yeah. yeah well, so, so I'm not really, I'm not really like today. I think it was a 10 minute mile. Like I wasn't, and I was, it was running hills. It's my parents' house where I grew up. It's all hills and they kill you. It's <laughs> what a difference. They, they do. They, they absolutely do. I, I went running today for the first time in ages and uh, mm-hmm. it was, I didn't, uh, I did not, uh, turn my watch on to see how far or fast I was going. I was That's like, a good thing. It's like, I'm just going to do this. And, uh, just, but you were a runner. It's like, there had to be a time when you were running, you didn't have any of that stuff. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I always, I still feel like, and I, and 
you know, I, I get uh, I get disgusted with technology, and uh, I, I see you know people, and I've I've done it myself. I'm, I'm uh, I've you know with heart rate monitor and you know all the watches and all the gizmos, and everybody's worried about you know how far they're at, and they're looking at their watch all the time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they've got uh, music on and all that stuff. And for the most part, most of the running I've I've done is yeah been without that kind of stuff. How long was your run? Today, not not distance like how like how long were you out there don't know exactly i think i, I ran roughly uh, half an hour maybe something like that i ran uh I, and it was probably uh two and a half ish maybe okay miles, something like that how'd you feel horrible it was 85 really degree, 85 degrees and that's uh, that's hot and uh yeah it was, it was how was your heart rate uh heart rate did fine i did actually have the watch on for that but uh i did it actually everything there went great I went up uh, popped up for a little bit into the uh 140 range and then kind of backed off and uh i was just mo- mostly just trying to just move just to see if i could sure. do it and uh, my my th- only thought i had was i'm not going to walk i'm just going to keep if i get too gassed i'll just slow way down and i'll jog as slow as i can but uh, i'll just keep the, the the jog thing going in which uh, the, and that worked out fine um it was relatively flat and i did you know i, I survived but it's going to be uh i'm gonna have to get back gonna have to get back with it to try to well, yeah you may have mentioned this to me, but uh, I was I was syncing my steps with my uh, my health insurance app because if you hit your ten thousand steps per day a hundred times, they'll give you a hundred dollar gift card for Amazon. Really? So I just want I like to make sure that that it's syncing properly. So and so you have to sync the health app, which is the little heart with your activities. Yes. And your watch, right? Yeah, so. Right. So anyway, so that it all kind of ends up landing on the same page because there are plenty of days where I fall just short. Like I do like 9,500 steps because I'm not paying attention that day and I didn't do a run and I didn't do any additional walking. So, But when I was setting up the heart, whatever your app that's built into the iOS, it shows here Apple Watch can look for atrial fibrillation. Did you see that? Yeah, it does have some basic abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, real basic, and they make it clear that it's basic, and to consult a doctor, et cetera, et cetera, and and it's not gonna catch it every single time. Yeah, and I've got on mine, I've got this Cardia, K A R D I A, Cardia mm-hmm. ba- band that I bought, mm-hmm. and it's got its app on it too, and the Cardia app does it. Um, well, to a higher level than what the right, just right. the out of the box Apple stuff does, but what the Apple stuff right. is is doing is it's really uh, it's detecting. I think for a lot of people, the idea right. that they've got something that they okay, wait, what, my heart rate's doing right. what? They're looking at it going, I don't right. know, it's bouncing around. Why is it bouncing right. around like that? Yeah. Well, you know, listen, I I know how I feel, right? I like and not so much in you know how I feel in my clothing, how I look. I don't really get on a scale much, but when I look at the activity monitor on my phone and I look at from like almost all my circles are taking you know what I mean like so there's like the one where they want you to stand at least 12 hours a day and that's just a minute per day just so you're not sedentary sitting in a chair you know there's your move circle which is basically for me I think I have it set to 500 calories per day it was just arbitrary mm-hmm. I was like oh, you know I don't know I don't think I eat much more than 2,000 calories a day. So like 500 seems like a good amount. I don't know. 
you know, I don't know what the rule is. And then there's, um, you know, exercise. And for me, it's a minimum of 30 minutes a day. And again, it was arbitrary as well. So it, it looks like for the most part, I'm completing all of those circles most days of the, of the month. And that's even with working my, you know, my stupid hours on a TV show of like 14, 16 hours a day, you know, and, and so, but I'm not obsessing over the numbers or what I'm doing, especially with the runs and I'm kind of going back and forth. I am liking the Nike run club app. Um, but I'm really seriously thinking about, um, the, there's the Peloton, you know, Peloton, the, the expensive bike. I think I've talked about this. Yeah. They have a $20 a month app that a friend of mine swears by where you can do these classes and all kinds of stuff, you know. But you I get, think get, yoga, get, Pilates, but meditation. The, but it's tied behind the, having the Peloton bike too. Right? No, you don't need the bike. Like okay. it's a standalone app, right? It's like it looks like they've they've kind of got it right. You know, like like Beachbody had decent workouts. You know, that was like the P90X, the Insanity, and all that. But for years, they were doing the DVD and trying to sell you some like powder. You know, and like doing these like coaches, old school, right? Right. Like someone over there should have jumped on the creating an app that had a monthly service fee. They have it now, but I think they jumped in too late. You know. Yeah. There's another one, you know, so class pass. So there's another one. So they have, theirs I think is a little bit more expensive, but you're not just getting the app and the live classes and like the recorded classes. You can actually go to a local, take five classes at a local, you know, yoga studio or Pilates yeah. or yeah. whatever, you know, and without being tied into one particular studio for those that participate in class pass, you know. But it's hard. I just didn't pull the trigger on it yet. I think uh, the Peloton app, I think, gives you two weeks free. But I don't want to sign up for it until I'm ready to be like, I'm going to be doing this four or five days a week. Yeah, I think I could do, uh, you know, I could probably, if I had the bike thing, I could probably get into the idea of watching something on screen and doing it. Um, And I looked at uh, Peloton. Uh, I think there's this other company called Echelon. It looks like to me um, the Echelon bike is basically the same fucking thing. It's got the same Mm -hmm. build characteristics. It's it's slightly, it's engineered slightly differently, but everybody that I've, um, all the reviews I've read about the Echelon bike is that um, it's, uh, the quality is is, uh, definitely as good as the, uh, Peloton bike. The big difference is the Peloton bike is literally three times the cost. Uh, Echelon also has a uh, another the, the thing. The Peloton bike comes with the screen on it, so you're, you've got right. it's one unit. With the Echelon bike, you have to use your own screen. But they will. They have uh, a lot of times where they have promotions where they will give you uh, some sort of a uh, uh, a pad of some sort. Probably I don't know who where they like if it's a Samsung or whatever. Or whatever it's, it's not an apple product but they're, they're giving you some sort of a uh, a pad along with a bike uh and i'm not sure how big it is or whatever i've got my i've just got a new laptop that's got um it's a 15.6 inch uh, screen on the laptop and it's uh um it's i can flip it over and put it into pad mode and so it would work great for the screen for the echelon bike uh the classes also for the echelon stuff are cheaper, but I have read that there some people don't feel the classes are as great. But um, God, I, don't, I just I, I can't. I personally 
like I said, I could, I could do it with the bike if I had it right in front of me like that. But as far as um, I've tried to do exercise stuff, like watching a TV or, um, you know, with my with a, a, a tablet or something like that. And I can't ever I, I can't ever do it. I, I lose interest. It's like I set the thing in a position somewhere and I try to do what they're doing. And I've, if it's in the, on the TV, I'm like in front of the TV and pretty soon I've real, I, I'm doing, I'm walking away from it. I'm doing something else. I just, I, it doesn't hold my interest. Um, it, so, but it, 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 everybody's different. So I don't know. But for me, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't do, I, I just know I would never do a yoga class or, or any other class in front of a device. I just wouldn't. It didn't. Mm. I've just never been able to do that. And I have no problem doing it. I've done YouTube stuff, but with the YouTube stuff, it's trouble. You just finding the workouts and then like getting looped into like, how do I find the next one? Whereas if you have a program that uh, is set up where yeah, yeah, you yeah. can, you know, that's what's nice about the Nike Run Club app too. And the guided runs that you can be like, oh, you know, your your first speed run, your second speed run, this and that, or okay, a long run, or just run for the hell of it, or I don't fucking want to run. Yeah, you know, and it it's tied in with your music and it, or it has playlists for their thing where you can use your own playlist in Spotify or Apple and. Yeah. Just go for it, you know. And again, you know, can I just run and do it? Sure, but I'm at, at this point because I'm new to running. I I don't mind having some sort of, you know, virtual run coach talk me through it. You yeah. know, even if it's just motivational stuff. You know, yeah. like oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm I'm running. You know, but I'm trying to get lost in it. Just get a good sense of my body, how I feel, and sort of without having to look at my watch, what kind of pace I'm keeping, and can I keep this pace up? for you know somewhere between 26 and 32 minutes on a 5k run right and then how do i where do i start do i push myself hard no i should probably pace myself go a little bit slow at the beginning and then pick up my pace and then sort of like level off to a point where and then push myself at the end or you could you know? just chill, man. You could just like take all that shit <laughs> out and just fucking listen to the birds chirp and just you know listen to your breathing and say hi to people when they go by on the on the path or the trail. Go hi, how you doing? What's up with you? Have a little conversation with the real world. Just kind of tune into what's going on. Just you know, don't have devices that make pinging noises that pull your attention away from from where you're at from from the real world, man. I, I think you should probably <laughs> notifications are for like uh, I don't know. Why do we need notifications, dude? Notifications are stealing your brain. No, I don't know. Uh, well, we need notifications because uh, your daughter, when your 14-year-old daughter, uh, uh, you know, has a sleepover on like, you know, pretty much night one of her week off. And sure. it's like, can we go down to Long Beach Island this weekend? This is my, <laughs> my parents have a house. She wants to bring her friend Zoe. And her friend Zoe is like uh, challenging. She's... Uh, She's very, uh, she's not shy. She's not shy. Our Zoe, our Zoe is not shy either. She's, to the point where it's yeah. just like <sighs> an exhausting personality and just like, and I, I understand why Kylie likes her so much because she's very entertaining. This is, yeah, kind of where um, I with a lot of kids. They're just, they, right. they have exhausting personalities. And just, yeah. last night, Zoe, okay, so it, it was 420 day yesterday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, we went out and uh, we we went down to a, uh, a, one of these little local breweries we have here, microbrewery things. And we actually had a couple beers. Came oh. Back, came, came, oh. came back here. 
and uh, we were uh, we got fire pit out in the backyard, and so Rachel and I were back there. We had the uh, fire pit uh, in full on blaze, had a beautiful blaze. It was a wonderful, gorgeous night out, uh, and uh, we were out there enjoying that. And uh, I had uh, went into the house a little before that, and I had gotten uh, my little teeny tiny stash of medical marijuana from the state of Illinois, thank you, uh, whoever the politicians are over there now. But uh, anyway, so um, uh, a co-worker had uh, gifted me some some uh, medical marijuana. Anyway, Totally legal, by the way. Totally legal. It was legal to somebody at some point that it was legal. Um, so anyway, I took it out and we uh, we partook uh, in of a small amount of the medical marijuana. And mm-hmm. I had my little one hitter. We both... Uh, Sorry. My printer yeah. is just under my desk and making noise. Sorry, it's, it's good time. It's I good just, time to be printing. Right I now. just, I have no idea. Start, start the, start the laundry. Uh, be real something. curious to know what the fuck it's printing. It's like, An affidavit for your arrest yeah, for that sure. medical marijuana. All right, sorry. So, anyway, so you, you, so you, part, out, you partook. So mm-hmm. we partook, and so we, we, and it was like a half an hour later, and we're we're sitting there watching the fire and uh, having a little conversation, and, and uh, feeling like you would after uh, some, smoking uh, a, a hit of medical marijuana and drinking a couple beers and uh so zoe walks outside and she walks up to us and she goes she goes you know she goes uh stand there and she says um you know i and she didn't have anybody sleeping over which usually there's a lot of that goes on at that age but she was there by herself and her sister wasn't wasn't home so she said um i'm really feeling like um she goes i'm feeling like uh i i'm I'm hungry and I'm, i'm feeling like i i should uh, I should eat a hamburger, and so I'm really uh, I I I totally need a, a Five Guys burger. I and I, uh, could one of you guys could either one of you guys like you should probably pick one of you guys could take me to Five Guys because I I want to I, I really feel the need for a Five Guys burger mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. now. Right. And so we both look at each other, kind of do the back and forth look, and I'm like, "Shut the fuck!" I'm like, "I didn't say uh-huh. that." I just, I just smiled, and uh-huh. and I let Rachel do the talking. But uh, Rachel's like, uh, "She's like, honey, no, we're home. We're we're not going anywhere. You know, we're we're home for the night." Right. And, and uh, you know, we've got this fires going here. It's nice. We've been sitting out here for a while, and no, we're not going anywhere. And her mother very graciously says, "If you really want a hamburger, she goes, we have a lot of hamburger here at the you know on on the place." And she said, "I will go." make you a hamburger if you'd like a hamburger and we've got some uh, I think I've got some french fries too I can make you a hamburger yeah. and french fries it won't be five guys but nobody has to go right, anywhere sure. and Zoe started basically she started tearing up she goes you don't understand she says I need five guys I don't understand oh. I don't understand why you, we can't just go to five guys what is so hard about that I, I, why can't we go to five guys mm. and she's going and she's, and she's really she's like she's like harsh in your mellow man totally and, and she, <laughs> go the fuck and, and I'm like realizing this monster we've created that, that you know she, and she is seriously thinking we're gonna one of the two of us is just gonna pack gonna up break the, you're gonna break we're, gonna, we're gonna leave the fire we're gonna go give her a ride across town now that is that it's not that far but we're gonna go to five guys at 10 30 and i know good and well that what she's gonna do when she gets to five guys is she's gonna take about two bites and she's gonna look at it and she's gonna go you know what I'm kind of full. This is not really, I thought I wanted this, but. Right. Not going to piss you off at all. Yeah. You're going to be like totally cool with that too. Yes, You're yeah. like, that's all. Oh, really? I, I just <laughs> I just left the backyard. I drove out here and uh, mm-hmm. got you this $15 fucking hamburger that you've now taken two bites of and decided, oh. 
maybe not. I'm not so sure. Their French fries are really good, though. Yeah. So she 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 bought so good. She bought she 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 checked herself. She did. She pulled it pulled it back, and she's like, she goes, fine, fine. Her mom goes, I'll cook you anything. You know, anything that's here. There's there's lots of good food. She goes over by the door as she's walking in, and she is going to do the big door slam. She goes, you guys are just. She looks at us and goes, boring, and she slams the door. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm boring. Actually, I'm high as fuck, and I feel great. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. She didn't catch you guys. She didn't know that you were high. Uh-uh, no. She doesn't listen to the podcast, right? No, I don't think so. Uh, at least not with any regularity. And if she wouldn't have listened right. all the way through when, when we went on that right, tr- right. the church <laughs> stuff we did earlier, when we were talking about Presbyterians yeah. and the yeah. philosophy, she wouldn't get past that. She would have heard uh, determinism and went, "What the fuck is this?" I'm determined to never listen to my dad's dumb podcast again. I'm determined to tell everybody that they're boring. <laughs> wouldn't take me to Five Guys. It's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't like I don't like driving my kids at late at night or doing anything. I'm tired. I'm just fucking tired, and I'm just I'm done. Like, Do they get I'm, the expectation though? Would something like that have, have uh, popped up? Do you think somebody? Had, had... No, well, Kylie more than Cameron. I think in the sense, well, Cameron's got friends that drive, and and he'll walk into Red Bank like tonight. Today we went to my parents' house, so my ex-wife drove and took Cameron, and I drove and took Kylie. The main reason Kylie wants to go with me is because she she um she knows that I have an aux cord and she can listen to music in my car. Her mom does not have an aux cord there. and there's no Bluetooth. Oh she can't she can't So she can't do that. Okay. Right. Also, uh, I don't know if you know on Snapchat you can collect Easter eggs, you know? I haven't been on Snapchat in ages. Okay, well uh, apparently on Snapchat I guess starting on Good Friday they, they place Easter eggs on the map. Okay. So as you're driving around, so Kylie went from having like 39 Easter eggs to by the time we on the way to my parents' house, she picked up a few more because she forgot she hadn't been doing it. And then on the way home, she got to about 200 and, and like 20 Easter eggs, something uh, like that. So that's the number I'm going to use when I, I'm just going to throw this at the girls. Just I'm out of it. I'm just going to say, I'm going to drop this in a conversation. It's like, God, I can't believe I only got, I got. How many, did you guys get? I got 220 Easter eggs yesterday. How many, how many, did, how many you? did you? I don't know if they're yeah. playing. It might not be cool. I'd be like, Dad, no one does that. She's such a loser. You know what I mean? Like, I was trying to figure it out, but she had a friend that had like 300 something. Wow. Like, so she was number three, or and then she was number four. She went from like number 20 down to 15 to she finally got to like, she peaked at three of her friends. And then she saw, then she became four, and I was dropping her off at her friend's house. So she'd be done for the night, and the thing was going to expire in like two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So this whole thing, so she got a bunch of Easter eggs. I even drove, she saw that there was one where there were like 20 eggs there was a chicken so you click on the chicken you pick up the chicken and then you've got a it's almost like a shell game and you have a choice of like between like two eggs five eggs or ten eggs and then it spins around really fast and you have to choose the one and then you'll get your eggs so she got a, the, the mother load at some point so so and i basically i said to her you know it's like you know so basically would your mom have done this for you would she have taken a different route to get you more eggs I'm like, that makes me the better parent, okay? <laughs> I mean, or at least the better Snapchat parent, yeah, I think. Yeah, there you, you know? go. But, but, uh, but Cameron, when I got home, 
Cameron, I found out that he had taken um, an Uber into Red Bank. Now, I would have driven him, you know, but there are days that he'll ask me last minute, Dad, can you take me here? Dad, can you get the And it's just like, you know, because he's doing his thing. Kylie's doing his thing. I wouldn't expect him to know what she's got and vice versa, you know. So I don't want to make two trips. I don't want to go in opposite directions. I don't want to have to pick him up later. There have been a couple of nights where I've had like uh, one or two glasses of wine and I'm fucking exhausted. I don't drink much. So I'm like, I'm loaded after two glasses of wine. Last thing I want to do is fucking get in the car and drive these kids. I'm driving you around. I'm drunk. Maybe alone. Yeah. Yeah. Now Kylie wants me to uh, take she and her friend uh, Zoe down to Long Beach Island from Wednesday to Friday, and I'm like, I am. I don't know if I'm going to work. I might pick up more work. I hope so. And if not, then I better do something. Uber, Lyft, Amazon, something. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I don't know. It's, sell medical marijuana anything you know you could do that you could pick that up so in new jersey it's going to be i read again it's going to be uh it's going to be legal pretty soon i don't know what you guys are doing out there but it's uh it's, it's going to happen and then at that point i don't know what do you shit's all you're going to be high all the time no i can't i mean if as long as i'm doing this job that i do you know the theatrical teamster driving job i can't be high they can't test you for that now well, they probably no, can't. no, they'll probably be testing. Can't. No, when you're, See, when you're, states, when though, you're, it's different. There's states now where it's there. There, this is. Oh, I'm okay. So there's going to be all sorts of. They're they're already getting in some states that there uh, there are lawsuits that are happening where people are saying. Um, if you test me, marijuana can't be a part of the of the equation, and uh, the reason is because you know stays in your bloodstream. You can smoke it now and then. Um, a month later, get tested, or, or within there's a month window there, obviously, and so you could be accused of something that um, should you be able to get um, should you be able to get high tonight at home in the comfort of your own home and then go drive somebody on Monday morning or or a couple of days later. Yes, you should be able to do that. It's a dumb fucking it's a dumb fucking right right. I'm not high on Monday right. I mean if yeah. So it may not happen now, but I will guarantee you that eventually the the marijuana thing will be taken out of the equation for employers like that because it's going to be too hard for them to try to uh to deal with the lawsuits as far as the people that are saying my time is is private and you can't prove by any means uh, that um marijuana uh, you know the smoking of which took place while i was actually that i was high while i was working i guess is what i'm trying to say but uh, it'll be a ways off. There's going to there's be like to this weekend, they, this state of Iowa here where nothing is legal, basically, um, they had a big uh, 420 initiative. They announced that uh, we're going to be pulling people over and they, they were talking about all this ability that they have to, um, you know, be able to prove that somebody's uh, high driving while they're, while they're smoking weed. I don't think they do. Um, I think, I don't think that people who are really high or even probably a little high probably should be driving. I think people, you know, should stay, you know, stay at home and, and, uh, and not do that. Uh, some people would argue that they, they're not, that they're able to drive when they're high and they probably, some people are, but there's some people that really fucking can't. So let's keep people off the road that are doing it. But, um, I don't think that in a in a court of law it's going to be really very. Uh, it's going to be pretty difficult, I think, for law enforcement a lot of times to try to have those cases stand up. And I think there's going to be a lot of those cases where they, if they get to court, they're going to lo- the state will lose because it's going to be too hard to figure out. Okay, if you pull somebody over, are they just acting weird because they're fucking weird? You know, I look at some people, I think is that person high? They they could be, but I don't know them, so I don't. 
How, what, what basis do I have? And they say blood pressure that is going to play into it. Um, heart rate is going to play into it. Um, that they've got these experts that can supposedly tell if somebody's, you know, smoked weed. Uh, and at what level do they know? I mean, how long would it have to be to clear your bloodstream? At what level? How, how are they going to, there's just too many factors in there. There's no way that shit's going to hold up in a lot of cases in court. So it'll be, it's going to be a big money thing for the legal industry and for the state in the states where they start adjudicating these things or try to adjudicate those things it's going to be a, a big money maker and uh, they may actually in some places uh push towards i think doing it quicker because they know it's going to be a, a revenue source well it's not just the revenue i'm reading articles now that came out in summer of last year and these are multiple articles uh, very reputable sources, uh, the Daily Star, that's oh, UK, that's good, that's good. and there's a few, uh, and this is what it says, is that Jesus used cannabis and was an early champion of its medicinal properties, a growing consensus of experts agree, and then later on here it says, uh, let's see, um, it was a, it's a pretty good, it's, there's, there's Bible verses here, I mean, yeah. it's got to be true, Um Jesus, wow, this is, this is like a much Je longer. Jesus, the TV guy, or Jesus, the radio guy? No, no, this is like the real, the actual Jesus, right? I mean, it's it's Easter, he rose again, and and where's it's it's pretty good though. Uh, I'm so I had it. It's such a I didn't realize it's so long. I'm so high right now. I can't fucking read this. Um, okay, here. Um, the scholars even point to a cannabis oil recipe in Exodus 30. Uh, 22 dash 25 to 25 take also for yourself the finest of spices of flowing mere 500 shekels and of fragrant cinnamon half as much 250 and of fragrant cane 250 it shall be a holy anointing oil and that ladies and gentlemen is our show let's let mr big voice take us out Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.